Welcome to Slashers and Spirits, a horror movie podcast. On this show, Kim and I, longtime horror fans, show horror movies to our friend AJ, who hated the genre until just recently. It's also tradition that we drink heavily throughout this entire experience. However, at this time, none of this intro matters because none of us had seen the movie before we started. This is a complete blind watch. I'm Aaron. I'm AJ. I'm Kim. Hey, look at that. We got all, all three of us in there. <laughs> First try. <laughs> Just, we're growing. We're getting better. <laughs> we're moving on. How many have we done now? I have no How idea. Many is this? What did uh, we want? Seven? Midsummer to start, right? That's where we're starting, right? Is, creep is show. And then Creep Show. The Grudge. The Grudge. Dust Till Dawn. Um, and then Suspiria. Is that what it's called? Suspiria. So this would be episode six? Yeah. Episode six. Wow, oh, we're moving along. We're moving along. <laughs> yeah. We've been consistent, too. We don't have to, like, confirm plans to record anymore. Yeah, we really just show up when we're supposed to show up. <laughs> we just know that we all need to, to be ready at the same time. It's It's been nice. It's yeah. a nice routine. It's it's nice to have uh, something to, I guess, look forward to in the week, too. You know, it's like, I know what I'm doing Wednesday night for the first time in a goddamn year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last week, I was, like, super looking forward to it. I was, like, super isolated, and I was just like, I can't wait till podcast night. So it's for sure a highlight of my week. Yeah, and, you know, there's nothing that gets you through a, a, a Wednesday, like some good middle-of-the-week <laughs> late-night alcohol. It's great. <laughs> Cheers to my bottle of wine again. Oh, we're good. Can we go through it for a three-peat next week? Oh, no. <laughs> bottles in three weeks? I think, I mean... The reason I chose wine again was because I drank all of my parents' vodka a few weeks ago, and no one has replaced it. So I needed alcohol, and I was like, there's no alcohol except for wine. But I thought about for a second that I was going to have to drink tequila, which I do not drink, and so <laughs> that would have been a problem. Um, but luckily, I found some wine, so... I can't do tequila. At the one time I really had a lot of tequila, I was drinking it all sitting down and just kept being brought to me. Oh, and God. I was like, tequila doesn't do anything. And then I stood up and then I was on the floor. <laughs> that's, that's basically how it went. So no, I'm just terrified of it. I didn't stand up until this, um, the end of the movie. And I definitely almost fell like three times within the stance of me standing up and like going to the bathroom and coming back. Like I definitely was not steady. So that's where I'm at perfect that's the goal of every podcast is to get to that level i'm not quite there but uh i was there last week the week before and the week before that so i think i'm I'm taking a i'm taking a bit of a respite here (laughs) um so while we're on the subject what are we drinking tonight i'm drinking a riscato my usual wine i have tequila but i'm not going to drink it um because it's wednesday and i don't want to do that to myself (laughs) um so yeah i'm just drinking my wine my wino i love it it's a riscata from Target. It's the same one I buy. Last week's was um, a Celerosa. That wasn't as strong. No. This one's a bit more. Yes, I know. It's juice. <laughs> We've been over this. It's actually wine. Um, but this one is also a wine. It's a dessert wine. So I I ate a cookie during the movie <laughs> just yeah. to make myself feel a little bit fancy. So cookie and wine is <laughs> what I'm working with. Somebody send me tiramisu. I want dessert right now. Just like send it to you. Yeah, just like post made it to my parents' oh. house, please and thank you. Via post- airplane, the just- via pigeon. Yeah. to the to the camper. In the <laughs> to back the camper. By the, the woman from the grudge. Please enter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the colt for midsummer that's out by the pond. 
page is just haunted by everything. <laughs> everything <laughs> follows me everywhere. If it's Pele, it's not that bad, you know. I mean, isn't it though? No. <laughs> okay. Well, let's... I guess I've, I've I've been wanting to address this for a bit. We always do the like the Kim thirst segment, you know, and yes. I think Pele is the only one that's been on it. Like, <laughs> He's the only episodes. one on the list so far. <laughs> we, I swear it's not. No, that no, weird, Selma but... Hayek is also on it from Dust Till Dawn. Well, she's that's, that's just like obvious. Yeah, though, you know yeah, what I mean? she's like... she's on it for obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, welcome to the ultimate bisexual podcast. <laughs> oh Christ! But we should we should also comment. We've been meaning to do this for a while. I feel like we're doing some some housekeeping in the beginning of this podcast. Yes, that's kind of like a retrospective of our previous ones. Our editor, her name is Molly, and she's our designated driver to yes. keep us on track when we get too drunk. Love her. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> She edits these so we don't have to listen to our own voices as we're drunk. So, <laughs> a literal godsend. <laughs> She's a godsend for so many reasons, but like also her editing us is a godsend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, um, and then AJ listens to them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, feet, I have yet to, uh, been able to, to. I can't hurdle. I can't leave that hurdle yet. I can't do it. <laughs> I've tried a couple of times, and I hear my voices in the first couple of seconds, and I'm like, nope, that's I can't. Nope, thank you. <laughs> but no, thank you. Aaron, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Pucker Pack Sour Ale. Wow. It tastes like Gushers and is full of alcohol, so... That sounds nice. You know, it's, it's, it's a good night. Okay, are you guys ready for my drink? It's fancy tonight, so I wanted to say it. Was yeah. it more than the wine? Yeah, I thought it was just <laughs> wine. <laughs> no, but I want to say the name of the wine because somebody oh, okay, other okay. than me paid for it, which means it's actually nice wine. Okay, so it's I a... want like two notes on the wine too, though. Like... Oh, they don't list them on the back like they do the cheap shit. I don't know. Fuck. Okay, so it's a Kendall Jackson Vintners Reserve Chardonnay. It's a California 2018. <laughs> I would Vintage. say that is. <laughs> I would say that it's buttery and sharp. That's buttery. my wine take. Who describes a wine Chardonnay as buttery? Is buttery? Chardonnay is supposed to be buttery. That's like the what thing. What in the world? Yeah, you don't drink white. I don't for a reason. Buttery? What? The I don't hell? drink red because I only like butter. Apparently. I love that. I'm, I googled in. I'm trying to set the mood of of the 2018 so we can get a feel for the time. <laughs> so I typed in important events in 2018, and they're all just really depressing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that it's, sounds about right. 2018 was like the royal wedding, and then just like a bunch of hate crimes and Facebook problems and bankruptcies. And oh my so god! It's like, okay, so um, depression wine. <laughs> Every wine I drink is depression wine. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, so we are eight minutes in. We are, and um, uh, we have yet to talk about <laughs> what we're saying. Well, we were watching. We needed some time to spend because I don't know necessarily how deep dive we're going to get into this movie. Um, yeah, there's it's. Let's real quick. Speaking of deep dives, how we all, how is Suspiria fitting with all of us? How how are we feeling about it? It was really good, I think. I think it was a really good movie. I think it was wild as fuck. Definitely interesting. Definitely, apparently, had pee in it. 
<laughs> I've thought about the pee thing. <laughs> I bet you did. I yeah, bet you and have. I think back to it, and I'm like, I just, I really brought that on myself. You really brought that on yourself, and I want you to know that you just did again because all you said was, "I've thought about the pee thing." Yeah. <laughs> I was about to, I guess I'm saying it now anyway, but I was about to defend myself by saying, well, I guess I was referring more to the pee incident. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't help. That's only worse. That's only worse. No. Okay, let's just, um, Are you um, sure? We could talk a little bit more about the pee kink I you can't have. seem to, to talk about it without <laughs> digging myself a deeper hole, so it's best I just ignore it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I've... Uh, I, I got really fucked up last week <laughs> and Suspiria keeps coming to me in like flashes. Oh God. And there's really just so many memorable parts of that movie. Just like yeah. little things I forget. Like I, I totally forgot to mention that one scene where one of the women in the coven just stabs herself in the neck at the dinner table. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We forgot um, about that scene. And the, and the fact that we can forget about that scene shows Says that something. there was a fuck of a lot going on in Suspiria, which is the best way to describe it, I think, because it's like there's, there's so much in that movie that the suicide at the dinner table um, was forgettable, <laughs> I guess, but it, but it was great. Um, and we should mention that Kim has the perfect yes. record for right suicide. Every single movie she's shown us has had a suicide in it. That's what I'm here for, giving the good stuff. <laughs> The good stuff equals suicide. <laughs> oh, Movie God. that includes the, yes. referred to suicide as the good stuff. Right? <laughs> oh no! Every glass of wine I drink is a depression wine. In the same episode, it's healthy. <sighs> Things are going great, guys. I'm not stressed out at all. <laughs> the thing is, is that we're all arguably like in good places or going to be in good places very soon. <laughs> like, yeah, we're doing pretty uh, well for ourselves, yeah. honestly. <laughs> well we're drinking on a wednesday we're quite the party <laughs> i did just finish a whole bottle of wine just for finishing up i did finish the bottle of wine now <laughs> uh you had mentioned possibly changing the date soon so we can maybe drink on a weekend and then yes can get really sloppy <laughs> <laughs> you think we had trouble describing the movies in the past <laughs> oh, you just wait <laughs> just wait oh, no. <laughs> wait till kim actually opens the tequila oh, hell God. yeah no 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 <laughs> I mean, wednesday was the only barrier <laughs> i just know that kim on tequila has offered to take a bath with me so i'm just saying things i didn't get offer really crazy. that is you, out of context you came up with the idea i did not it was in context of having a jacuzzi, and we didn't have a jacuzzi, so the bath is like the size of a jacuzzi. <laughs> so I wanted to go swimming. I didn't offer. I insisted. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would use the word demanded. It was a suggestion to go swimming in the big bathtub. But we didn't and have a big hand. bathtub. It, it was, was a, a big bathtub. bathtub. No, not, it was, it not was where not we small. were. Do not, do not. The, okay, <laughs> the one you wasn't. wanted to be in was a big bathtub. The one we actually had when you pr- like offered that idea was a pretty small bathtub. Mm, I disagree. In Big Bear, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> it was not small. Okay. Well, we're you know what? It wasn't jacuzzi. Size. You know what? You and me 
size-wise are very different. I'm a lot taller than you are, so maybe it's just a perception of our heights. Uh, to a bathtub? I, don't think I that's mean, how I, it would work. I think that I would barely fit in the bathtub. I would have to see because I am very tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, short king. <laughs> oh yeah, very tall. Six um, feet I over would here. Tower over the pewdiepie. <laughs> <laughs> me too i'm also very tall we're tall I just, I, i'm short the other day i was looking up at kim and I was <laughs> i'm like seven feet and you're like seven two we're just towering giants uh-huh and i'm five two that's not short don't say that <laughs> i never said it was i just said that i was five two <laughs> Yes, five five two is very short. Five seven is very tall. I'm glad we all agree. Moving on. All right. I like that no one listening to this necessarily has any concept of how tall we are. All very tall. We've made this very clear. Giants. Um. No, that's the canon. Is that we're all very tall? All very tall. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I've been blessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So should we talk about the movie? I guess so. If we have to, yeah. <laughs> At some point, we should talk about the movie. All right. Wait, so... Kim, yeah. do you have any other topics to talk about before we talk about the movie? No, we can talk about the movie. Okay, I just wanted to make sure everyone was on the same page. Yes. All right. Um... <laughs> No, I'm just, I, I agree if, if this is what to talk about. Um, it's just, you know, do, do we have another five minutes for some more height jokes? <laughs> hey, I can think of a listeners, few more. I'm tall. Aaron and Kim are short. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, that's not kidding at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut that. <laughs> Please keep all of it in, including you saying you're going to cut it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so um, <laughs> just a few, like maybe a week ago, I know it was late February, uh, Willy's Wonderland, the Nick Cage movie, came out to uh, like video on demand, like, you know, coronavirus version. And everyone got so excited about it and talked Ooh, about it everyone. for sure. There's a lot of talk about this movie. I think it's just because like nothing's come out for quite a <laughs> long time and anything that comes out, it's like, oh shit, you see that? And and this just happened to kind of an appealing concept to some degree it's like do you want to watch nick cage beat up some robots it's like i mean yeah right like how, how do we all feel about nick cage no i know uh, national treasure he was iconic and that's it absolutely that's how i know him primarily that and ghost rider growing up both, both just national movies. treasure just national treasure is all i care about <laughs> i'm surprised to hear kim say no because i thought uh kim was a big wicker man fan yeah, that's probably the only movie that I can say that I like him in, but it's not because of him. <laughs> it's because of the concept of the movie. I don't really like anything that he's in, to be You honest. don't like National Treasure? No. <gasps> it was really wow. boring. She, she's a bigger fan of his son. Well, who is his, his son? son? Have you guys seen pictures of him? No, but I would now like I'm to. Now I'm Googling it. <laughs> oh my god. He's emo as fuck. Oh, oh, I think I have. He has like he wears face makeup, right? 
yes i didn't know that was i thought that was just like a meme i think it was a phase kind of no i'm looking at current pictures he's still like rocking the long hair and stuff but yeah oh that oh i see i see that's all right yeah 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 i'm not into him (laughs) i was way more excited than i was with the reality i've been into men that look like him but not him just to clarify yeah, it kind of looks like he's from metalocalypse to some degree right here's a photo of nicholas cage with a girlfriend that looks like 30 years younger than him just to clear just call nicholas cage out real fast that's also a summary of this movie question <laughs> here here so some some weird shit going on with that but um <laughs> Molly, <laughs> Molly. <laughs> you transitioned so well and i was gonna be like here's a picture of nicholas cage with oh. someone in a snoopy costume oh we, can, we, can, uh, we can cut all this but molly um molly loves mascots and she loves snoopy more than life so like i've convinced that molly's actual dream career like she could rise and be a ceo and i think she'd be unhappy the only way molly would truly be happy is if she got to wear that snoopy mascot <laughs> <laughs> and perform for the world i want to go convinced. to knots wait is that guy in the picture his son yeah that one's cute yeah he's hot as hell yeah he's hot um I googled Nicolas Cage's son, and then one of the suggested is Cal L. Yeah, L space E L. That's what showed and, up. Like, is that Superman's name? Literally, is that <laughs> Superman? <laughs> Deadass, I think uh, that's it's... Superman. <laughs> I think Cal L is Superman's name. Yeah. Whoa, Cal L's like... had some surgery, huh? <laughs> is Cal L? Which he's looking a little plastic. <laughs> What is up with Nick Cage here? What is... We're just getting... <laughs> we're just getting yeah, lost. Yeah, I clicked on that link. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with him here? I'm sorry. It took us down this rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, my God. At first, I was like, let's cut this. But now I feel like the world needs to know that <laughs> Nick Cage has a Superman son. <laughs> Emo Superman son. Is Nicolas Cage married to this woman? I have no yes. idea. Wow, he is. Oh, that's a different woman. I'm seeing this is his newest son. Welcome to the audio podcast where we look at Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All of this is gone. I think we're going to transition. It's fine. It's fine. It's important to me. It's important to me, too. I have rabbit holes. We needed this. Oh, he has two sons. And they look the same. Oh. But one is more emo than the other. One of Are you? Superman? There's is Superman w- the emo one. No, or? I think the emo one is Weston, and I think I Superman that... is the. He looks pretty hot. <laughs> He's hot as hell. Superman. <laughs> Superman. Superman Nicholas Cage is a thing people Google apparently. No, yeah, because he he was supposed to play Nicholas. He was supposed to play Nicholas Cage. Was supposed to play Superman very briefly for oh, a, God. a Tim Burton Superman movie, and it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. No. Wait, I'm so confused with his sons. I think okay, I think because the picture, I think the picture is the same guy online. I think he has one son with that one lady. He's like 15, and then we have Weston, who's the older adult, who I guess is also is the that emo. the emo one? Yeah, because I got freaked out because Cal L. I was like, oh, he's hot, and then I saw the age said 15. I was like, this man is not 15. I'm not about to catch a case right now. <laughs> I'm not about to say a 15 year old attractive. That's not going to happen. 
And then I realized case. the picture they used for Kal-El is the other brother, Weston. So to be clear, the 30-year-old okay. is hot. The child is not. <laughs> to be You're clear. About to pull a James Charles on this picture. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, that's what I meant. That's what we all meant. I'm going to look at his Wikipedia. Okay, this movie though. I think we have to talk about the movie. Yeah, please do. Please do. All right, let's let's review our findings. Wait, Nicolas Cage is a year younger than my mom. <laughs> okay. Why is that such a surprise? Yeah, why he's. <laughs> Like Nick Cage could be my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just start it there. Let's resume from this rabbit hole with me saying Nick Cage could be my mom. (laughs) We got lost in a rabbit hole of looking into (laughs) Nick Cage's children, who may or may not be a fifteen-year-old, thirty-year-old that's also Superman. Getting here. What are what are our final findings here? About Nicolas Cage? No, about his sons. Oh, I just wanted to tell you that he's been married four times, including one time where he got married within the same year and divorced within the same year. The man is an enigma. <laughs> um, what was, what's, what's the final ki- kid standing, Kim? Two sons. Weston is 30. Cal L is 15. Um, may or may okay. not be Superman. I'm not quite certain about that. He hides his identity very well. Um, Cal <laughs> L, what's that? Oh God! This has been the Cage Corner. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! <laughs> this is important. He is was it? married to the daughter of Elvis Presley. Wait, one more time. Oh. He was married to the daughter of Elvis Presley. <laughs> is that like Patricia? Is that the Lisa? This was Lisa. Lisa Marie Presley, he was married to her. It was his second marriage. He's been married four times. Um, one of them included a marriage in 2019 where he got married in Las Vegas, and there was an annulment filed four days later. Wow, just when I think I'm ready to move on from this subject, there's more and more fascinating <laughs> shit happens in the life of Nicolas Cage. Okay, also, <laughs> Cal L <laughs> is the second kid, and he was named after Superman, purposely. <laughs> So he's not Superman. That seems like false advertising. And he was married. <laughs> he was married to Cal El's mom for fourteen, for twelve years. Sorry, not fourteen. Wow, just straight up named after Superman. Like, yes, yeah. that's, that's got to be rough. I agree. He was that's Catholic when he grew up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> rough. So anyway, we were watching Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> Which just came out, which basically has taken its plot from Five Nights at Freddy's. It varies, but at the end of the day, it's animatronic killers in a Chuck E. Cheese-esque pizza parlor. Uh, What really makes this one stand out, though, from being super generic is our pal Nicolas Cage, father of Cal-El Superman, uh, and his crazy performance as a dude that never talks and just kicks the shit out of robots the entire movie. We all haven't seen this movie before. This is the first time for all of us, so none of us 
really have passionate feelings about why we should have watched this movie tonight other than everyone's kind of talking about it right now uh, which is why I chose it and it looked interesting and who doesn't want to see Nick Cage ham it up for an hour and a half I'm not certain if I regret this or not (laughs) (laughs) I'm still really conflicted about this movie I feel like it had some high highs and some low low fucking lows um, yeah. The reason we do do this show, though, is to get AJ's review. So, AJ, as our resident non-horror fan, <laughs> what is your overall thoughts on Willy's Wonderland? Um, my first thought is that it wasn't scary. Um, I was kind of disappointed by it in the way I was like, okay, this could be scary. Like, I set the scene for myself. I put myself in a RV in the middle of the outside in the darkness. So, like, I could be kind of creeped out. And it wasn't scary, like, at all. <laughs> um, but I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, like, quite campy enough to be, like, very fun campy. And it wasn't quite scary enough to be, like, scary and worth it. It just walked a really specific line that I didn't really love. But I also kind of had fun. So I don't know. I, the songs were great. I think, I, I think I'm pretty much in the same boat. What, what about you, Kim? I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I that fucking hated it. Me at all. I hated it so much. Thank God. And it made me hate Nicolas Cage even more, so <laughs> You know what? Fuck Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh what about Cal El though? Come on. Alright, so the movies the movie opens with uh Nick Cage driving into unidentified town and his car it's it's tires shredded by a like spike trap like a police spike trap and then a dude pulls up in the pickup in the tow truck and is like hey i'll take you to the shop and then he's like oh you're gonna owe me a bunch of money to fix this you can pay me by working at this pizza place overnight and cleaning it up because it's been shut down for quite some time uh this is when we're really introduced to how odd of a character Nicolas cage plays and how he never speaks throughout the whole movie only pretty much grunts and grimaces he has what we think are energy drinks but in the brief time i looked it up while we were going a lot of people seem to think it's beer okay (laughs) uh but i I think it's i think it's an energy drink he drinks them pretty much routinely and always takes a break working on this old pinball machine and he works just like clockwork in silence Uh, his alarm goes off on his watch and he goes and he drinks one of his beverages from the fridge and plays a pinball machine until it's time to work and clean again. Um, It sounds even more bizarre, I guess, when you explain it like that, but it really is very stylized and they do show the routine in what I think is a funny way. Uh, He also wears the t-shirt of the pizza place and it's like his iconic uniform for the movies. He wears his uniform and he does his job just in silence and it's it's awkward. You skipped over an important part. Yes, please. That man... The first man, the tow truck man, is like sucking on a Slim Jim for the whole yes. movie. Like the same Slim Jim. It's disgusting. And I think he it never just needed. To... No, doesn't bite, just, just sits there in his mouth like it's a cigar, like a half smoked cigar. But it's a Slim Jim for sure. Because then later you see an actual cigar and you're like, no, that's not the same thing. Like very clearly, very different. And yet he just sucks on the Slim Jim. It's not, it's not even like he's actively like sucking on it. It's just kind of like like a cigar hanging out of his mouth. And there's one what? point where he, he like pulls it out of his mouth and it's fine. It hasn't been chewed on even a little bit. It's just, it's, it's pristine. Who does that? 
It was it was odd. It was odd. It sounds like a small thing to gripe about, but you just you can't help but stare but at the meat stick hanging out of this guy's mouth. <laughs> and I just feel like a lot of this movie falls under the that kind of specific where it's like, but like what human being like have the writers of this movie met another human being and have they been like watching that human being? Because I feel like if they had, there might have been more context to this movie. I, f- I feel like Nicolas Cage is the only part of this movie that works. That's fair. That's that. That's that's my opinion. I, I think that if it weren't, if it wasn't for his silent, his character's known as the janitor, and if it wasn't for his silent, stoic confidence and routine, this movie would have no leg to stand on. Because it's really the only part I enjoyed personally. What about you guys? What do you think of his like performance and his character? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean, was it even a character? I mean, he just, he didn't say anything. He didn't really like, I don't know. I get that it was for comedic effect. I totally get that that's the angle they were going for. Um, I just, I didn't like it. I'm like, he, he's, an, he's a good actor, I guess, if you want to look at it like he's done movies that are serious. I would have thought they would have used that, like his acting yeah. ability to an advantage instead of making him just, because I mean, you could put anyone in that character then you could put any so person who could literally not speak and not act just make faces and be like the quote-unquote cool guy and it would have been fine if you're using someone like Nicolas Cage why would you not use any sort of range he has as an actor interesting I thought it wouldn't have worked if it wasn't for his caginess like he's so so odd you know like I I don't think because he's, I, I wouldn't consider him a, a cool guy. He's, no, he's, he's kind of awkward and he's old. And like, he's just, he's kind of bizarre. And I think it's because it was so weird that it stood out for me to some degree. But I, I absolutely get what you're saying too. He has no character and it really, really, really doesn't help that there's not a likable character in this movie. Yeah. There's, no one, there's no one that can carry that weight. Everyone's pretty goddamn awful. <laughs> I think... I think he is the only consistency in this movie. Like him taking his breaks and him changing his shirt and him duct taping his injuries. Like all those things are the only consistency. And like early on, we talked about how maybe he's just the video game character and that's why he doesn't speak. Like he's you. And so you're acting like the video game character. And so you don't speak, but you just like do these actions and stuff like that. And that makes sense to me, but that's not the point of the movie. And like it doesn't, that plot point isn't explored enough for me to feel like it's worth it yeah I, I saw a comment on a video i was watching while we were like transitioning from watching the movie to recording this and someone one of the top comments was he's literally a video game character he completes his task he drinks his power-ups and um uh, he never talks and like that that I, like that's it was it's not a satisfying answer or anything and i agree there's no really a video game theme going on throughout the movie that it like connects to but um, I was just glad to see I wasn't like alone in that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that that completely seems like what he is. It's just frustrating that that's not better explored. So we have this odd character in this odd situation in this odd place, basically. Um, and then we get our first animatronic attack. Um, we can go into those, I guess, more in depth, like individually in a moment. I'll I'll just try to make like an overarc for like kind of what the situation we're dropped in is he gets attacked by the first animatronic and beats the hell out of it. And then we find out we're introduced to these awful teenage characters Mm -hmm. that 
are aware of the evil animatronics in the pizza place and want to go and break Nicolas Cage out and then burn the place down. So they show up, and the second you introduce, you know, six teenagers into the situation, you think, oh, okay, these, this is how they're going to kill people in this movie. Because very clearly, Nicolas Cage isn't going to, you know, bite a bullet in this movie. And they're all pretty much unbearable, uh, at least in my opinion. We'll, <laughs> we can talk more about them in a, in a second. Oh, God. And from there, it's a pretty much a slasher where the teens get picked off one by one, and then it ends up in a final confrontation <gasps> with Nick Cage. There is some, some lore as to why... The animatronics go crazy. But Wait. Um, what did you guys think of, of the teenage characters? Wait. Trash. Is this our first slasher? I, mean, I, I see. I was eh. thinking that. I don't think so. Yeah, no. I wouldn't I don't think it. so either. I just this thought I would ask. This gotten. Okay. Um, the teens are trash. Specifically, yeah. I hated that one girl character that's just like a whore. And that's her whole character <laughs> where she talks like the super light voice. And she then fucks this dude in the middle of this horror movie and like she's just you get a whole like almost ass shot of her and there's literally nothing to her character except for that see usually you know i, I can't poke holes in that because like i love friday the 13th mm-hmm. and most of that are teenagers that are about to go have sex in a situation where they probably shouldn't be having sex but the sex scene in this movie is bizarre because they're like, we should go in there. And her boyfriend throws a fit like, I am not going in there. Are you crazy? Like, let's leave right now. This is bullshit. We're not going in there. Then they're in there. They quickly realize that, yes, they're right. The robots have been attacking. And then they're like, do you want to go fuck in the other room? It's <laughs> <laughs> wild. <laughs> Very out of place. It, it makes no sense. And at some point, we like looked up what the rating of this movie is, and it's R-rated. And we were like, if it's only R-rated because there's the sex scene, I'm be pissed. Because it's just like, why is there this weird sex scene in the middle of this movie, except for creating these stereotypes? The, a weird, fully clothed sex scene. Yeah. Which, <laughs> what's weirdest about it being fully clothed is, I think AJ had said it, the line before they have sex is, I want to see you in your birthday suit. And then they're basically <laughs> completely clothed up scene. There's no birthday suits at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, should we go over the animatronics? Or at least the ones we okay. remember? Sure. We got the alligator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got the ostrich. Yeah. Yeah. We got Nighty Knight. Uh-huh. The king. The best one. <laughs> I disagree. Nighty Night kicked ass. We, and then we got Tinkerbell. S- Siren Sarah. Siren Sarah, my favorite. Which one did you said, Kim? No, I called her Tinkerbell because I didn't know her yeah. names. You, you know what? That's really fair. That's very fair. Um, the gorilla. Uh-huh. Willie, of course. And then we're missing one. Oh, we're missing uh, two. Racism. There's eight. Um, the There's the, the racist. The Mexican one. one. Yeah. Yeah, that was just... <laughs> really difficult to sit through because it wasn't funny yeah <laughs> just it was just wrong um kim who's your favorite yeah <laughs> i don't think i have one <laughs> <laughs> um i guess the main one willie i guess if i had to choose i i really don't have favorites of anyone in this movie to be honest <laughs> i think yeah yeah the 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 teenagers are all unbearable. We got like, they, they're, they're hard to even categorize because they're not even really interesting enough to fit like some stereotypes. You know, like, you learn nothing about them. The main girl, I forget, Liv, mm-hmm. um, she looks 12, 
and that becomes a big problem later in the movie. <laughs> yes. Okay, I got the names of the animatronics, if you want to know. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's hear them. So we have Wooly Weasel, Ozzy Ostrich, Tito Turtle, Nighty Night, Cammy oh. Chameleon, Artie Alligator, Gus Gorilla, and then Siren Sarah. And then, uh, but we'd forgot about the chameleon, which is kind of weird because the chameleon kind of got a bit more time than the rest of them, right? But it's a chameleon, so it blended in. Oh. <laughs> I take it back. I think my favorite's the alligator. Really? Yeah, the alligator. The alligator was good. I like how he ate people. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> they all eat people. Yep, I liked the way he did his. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was pretty awesome. Probably, like, the only one I really remember. He's also, like, kind of a pervert. Because he was, like, in the corner when they were having sex. And I don't know why, but... Something about that makes you, like... (laughs) Yeah, he has character. Oh, God. Yeah, he was was kind of a pervert. Um, Wow, that robot alligator was a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) This movie, man. Like, why... Why did they make it? I think overall, I think this movie I would have really enjoyed if it was a 40-minute short of, like, Nicolas Cage cleaning and drinking his drinks. And about every five minutes, uh, he gets attacked by a different one and has to beat him up. Yeah. They didn't have to bring in the teenagers. They didn't have to have any lore. I think it would have been a, a perfectly entertaining half hour if it was just Nick Cage silently beating the fuck out of robots. And I think I would have loved it way more for it but as an hour and a half experience it was it was kind of rough there was there was even like some lines when when like the teenagers were on the roof where i said during the movie i was like wow they really just need something to happen like they just need to like stretch they couldn't even get a full hour and a half the movie's an hour and 29 minutes (laughs) yeah they were like just barely there to be in a feature length thank god it wasn't longer (laughs) yeah 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 no, I, I think overall we could agree this this was a swing and a miss for the most part. Uh, I do really like some of the things about it, though. I like the changing of the shirts. Every time Nicolas Cage beats the hell out of a robot, he's covered in this black like oil or blood or whatever you want to call it. And he goes back to the, change, the storeroom, changes his shirt, and um, usually has a break after where he drinks one of his drinks and plays his video game before he goes and cleans again. And this man's being attacked every half hour, but he still keeps cleaning the place. <laughs> like, like he doesn't have to at all. He just has to survive the night, but he's, he's insistent. I, I like the, I like the shirt changing and I like his routine. Um, I like the animatronics to like some degree. I think there was some gross CGI in there, you know? Yeah. And it just seemed like they could have done a lot with a little like they just needed to make like a base kind of mascot suit (laughs) and and it would have probably done a bit better you know yeah yeah the cgi was kind of off i get why they wouldn't have like a budget but i feel like some of the best parts were when they used practical effects you know agreed i agree Um, there was some like when the alligators in the vents it's very clearly, at least I think so. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm a drunk idiot. But I thought there were points where the head peeking through the corner was real. And it looked, it, it kind of got a, a little bit of reaction from at least AJ and I. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where we were like, like oh, that, I, don't, I don't like the way that looks. And then he just turned into like a CG monster. And it was like, oh, okay. Kind of out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think what frustrated me the most is that they had moments where I was like almost scared. And then they'd lose it really quickly. 
And, like, I found that really frustrating because it would be, like, they'd be creepy. Like, it'd be, like, they were coming up. And then the way that they would reveal them was, like, so basic or not even basic, just, like, play. Like, it didn't seem real enough. So the way that it revealed the monster just seemed so silly that, like, I just didn't get scared by it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say I was bored during it, but I it was very hard to keep myself interested in paying attention. I, I just... I guess I want to say that the way that they made the animatronics look was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would been, it would have been better if they just kept like like Chuck E. Cheese looking animatronics and just not added that extra layer of trying to like animate them almost. Like it would have been creepier yeah. if it was just a basic actual animatronic and you just kept it that way. I think that would have added a bit more to the creepiness. And I know it's an action comedy slash you know horror whatever. But, yeah, I wasn't scared. I wasn't intrigued. <laughs> I was very much like, all right, this is happening. He's about to beat up Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> awesome. Would love to see about, that. talk um, about them staying, like, normal. Are you referring to, like, the, the, like the Tinkerbell animatronics? Yeah, like, the way like they did her face. coming out of its mouth and shit like and that. And the way they did her eyes and her teeth. Like, if they would have just kept, like, a just a basic mannequin animatronic figurine, that would have, I feel like, added a bit more authenticity than adding that extra, like, CGI eyes, mouth, whatever to make it look scary. You don't have to make things look scary to that degree. I think it took away any sort of fear factor I felt about it. When things are too fake, I think it just kind of loses me. They also didn't move like animatronics for the most part. Some of them did, but like I guess I'm really stuck on like the Tinkerbell one, the the Siren Sarah. Yeah. She didn't move like any way a robot would actually move, you know, or like she was a person, it, it, essentially. It, yeah, exactly. And then like she even scuttered like an animal sometimes, you know. Uh, and it just, uh, yeah, it, it it ruins some of it. Like, what's scary about it is the animatronics are unsettling. Not that they're also, you know, demons. <laughs> that they're they're unsettling to look at, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. just, you know, it, it was it was interesting. I guess. <laughs> I also felt a lot of anticlimax. Yeah, uh, kind of similar to what you were saying, AJ. Like there'd be times where even like I, I, I think this movie's at its best when Nick Cage is beating the fuck out of a robot. Like mm-hmm. that's when I'm, I'm most engaged personally. But there are times where like you know Nick Cage comes out and he gets ready to fight and it gets shot really cool and plays some awesome music and then the beatdown's kind of like mediocre, you know? Or, yeah. Like, they set up something to be really scary and then the scare, the effect is kind of mediocre. So it always seems like, like they know what to do, they just can't pull it off. You know, like the the the, dot, the the setup is there. They just swing and miss. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, like they should have just kept it like, like if this was like Nicolas Cage versus the Muppets, I think I would have liked it a lot better. <laughs> just because like it would look Muppet? better. Yeah, the Muppets definitely like a Muppet, like just a scary ass Muppet, as opposed to this whole CGI incredible. creature thing that just didn't really. I would be more afraid of Kermit and Miss Piggy than whatever the fuck was in this movie. <laughs> I love this concept. <laughs> I do Stop. too. I think that's incredible. We should write a movie about it. <laughs> oh my god. Just felt and blood everywhere. Yeah, oh I would vibe with that more than this. 
<laughs> Does it have to be Nicolas Cage or can we put no, somebody else in it? No, literally could be anyone else besides <laughs> Nicolas Cage. We should put actual Batman. Michael Sarah versus the Muppets. Oh, hell yeah. I would love oh, to see that. shit. <laughs> that would be incredible. So that. I watched Juno recently. It's incredible. Cal L versus the Muppets. <laughs> Nicolas Cage's Superman's son comes down he's either 15 or 30 i'm not sure but he's gonna beat you down he's 15 i think who knows that's part of the mystery of his character his age is unknown cal l age unknown versus cal Kermit. l cage god no so basically all the kids kind of die off one by one mm-hmm. um there's the the two the having police. sex die while having sex. Yes, and actually some semi decent gore. I thought it agreed wasn't super detailed, but the blood in that scene and their death was actually pretty decent. The other deaths, one dies right after he like tries to protect the, I think it's a frog, um thing. Oh, the the frog, the chameleon. Yes, the chameleon convinces him like, oh, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna save you. That's very chameleon of it. I'm not like the other ones. Um, I'm not like the other ones. And then the second Liv walks in, um, the chameleon kills him. Yeah, I'm kind of a. This movie just sounds so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Hearing you recount it, just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? But I was there, so. (laughs) What's weird is we're 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 having sentences and stories like that though. Yeah, we're, ha- we're having those those stories, but then we're being like, but overall, it was pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make a ton of sense. But um, yeah, so there's like the chameleon kill. That's how he dies. Uh, the they, the couple dies having sex. Oh, nighty night, my nighty night gets a kill with a sword. He kills <laughs> Schmidt. I think nighty night was my favorite animatronic beat down too he like grabs 99's head and slams it against the wall until it's all like unrecognizable and then he throws him on the ground and takes the sword and cuts off his head that was great i dug that that was when i was happiest with the movies and Nighty Night died. Uh, I it was think also the saddest part because Nighty Night died. My favorite part was when Sarah the Siren um, does her song and gets lived and like steals live. That was the scariest part. It was the best part to me. It's interesting that you wanted this movie to be like scary. I don't know why. I just did. I was just like, you know what? You have the ability to be scary. I think it's because it reminds me of Friday, not Friday, Freddy, Five Nights at Freddy. And I was scared by Five Nights at Freddy. Like, I used to watch people play the video game, and it used to be scary. And I just know that there's a way to do this game, do this movie scary. And I just was disappointed that it wasn't. Or that, like, like I think, I think it's that there were moments where I thought that they were scary, and that they could have been, and then it ruined it. Yeah. There, there's a lot of cheesy one-liners given by the teenagers. Not by Nick Cage, of course. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't but, say anything. <laughs> what could be but it's not even that it's more that serious moments the animatronics themselves i did not say that right but they themselves ruin their own scary moments and that's what bugs me that like what could be a really intense moment what could be a memorable moment what could be something like big is ruined by itself like even the lore ruins itself somehow yeah do we want to go into like the lore real sure. quick and kind why of discuss? not discuss 
Uh, do you want to? Do you want to try to explain it, AJ? So there's a serial killer, which I mean, I'm into. I'm into serial killers, but there's a serial killer. <laughs> You're starting to sound like. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's a serial killer that owns this restaurant, that owns this um, Willy's Wonderland. And so, basically, he and his friends of serial killer, like his other friends who are also serial killers, used to use the place as a place to find victims and, like, kill their victims. Well, the state and the government basically found out that they were doing this. They came to investigate, and when they came to investigate, the group killed themselves together. Which, I mean, in theory, is kind of cool. Like, I again, I'm into serial killers. I'm into cults. Like, this is an interesting concept. But they kill themselves, and the way that they kill themselves makes them attached to the um, animatronics. And they're, yeah, they, they killed themselves in, like, a satanic ritual on, like, a pentagram. Yes. Very chucky. Very child's play. Yeah. yeah. Did that do anything for you, Kim? No. <laughs> no, really. I thought of any part you'd like, you'd like the whole serial killers killing themselves on a pentagram. No, because Chucky does it so much better. <laughs> they could never be Chucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with that, though. I feel like I've never seen Chucky. But I feel like they oh, could have done it that's so much list. better. They could have had it be so much more impactful that, like, this happened in this place. But something about it makes it not creepy. Something about it just makes it, like, not interesting. And so basically... These serial killers need to feed, and so now that they are the animatronics, they need to feed, and so they go and they feed on the town unless the town gives them people to feed on, and so they give them people to feed on instead so that they don't kill the townspeople, and that's the basic lore. Yeah, they they deliver people uh, to be fed, and that's why they lured Nick Cage there in the beginning, is he's supposed to be fed. But he just kills everyone. But he just kills everyone. And then it's, but why? It's hmm? Why is he the only person who's able to kill them? Because well, he drank the super juice beer. <laughs> That's not a good enough reason. <laughs> um, did you not see that he how good he was at pinball? Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like this movie is very self-explanatory. <laughs> I disagree a thousand and ten percent. What was kind of confusing about it to me was that the the police chief's very much in on it um, mm-hmm. and is like insisting on it is helping contribute to feeding Willie <laughs> the rest yes. of the animatronics and the pizza place uh but uh when Nicolas Cage is kicking all their asses she's like oh fuck I'm so sorry uh we'll kill him and we'll we'll feed you but if he's gonna win like yeah let him keep kicking ass you 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 have a problem if he kills them all you know yeah but it's a little odd in that regard does she know what happens at the end of the movie where the animatronics kind of win like nicholas cage gets to leave but sarah the siren she comes back and she still kills more people so does the sheriff know that like no matter what they're gonna win that's possible I saw, I can't take credit for this, I saw in like a, a thing I was reading where someone said that what if it was her being self-conscious realizing that if, you know, some idiot with a broom could come and kill all of these things that she'd been sacrificing people yeah. for nothing. I think and that I, I too. I don't necessarily, I, I can totally see how that's through, I, I don't, I'm not sure if that's what they're going for, but I do like that as kind of like a little theory, you know. I think she does blow up at the end though. No, I think she gets pushed back. I don't think she dies. Do you think this movie gets a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. This movie is so bad. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. What's really upsetting about this movie is I'd heard good things. I, I, can see why, I can see why people would like it for some reason. Because the goofy parts of it do really appeal to me. They're just too far. They're too separated <laughs> for me to truly enjoy like the rest of it like I, I stick i stand by my this should have been a 30 minute like short thing i think it would have been pretty entertaining in that in that form um yeah but after he killed after all the animatronics die the girl who's the like head of the teenagers who looks 12 but supposedly isn't is now basically an orphan because her parents had died a long time ago but the police chief was taking care of them and Willie kills the police chief in the other good scene of gore. She gets cut like pretty much in half and there's like blood spurting out. I didn't think it looked amazing, but I thought it was at least It was okay. Interesting. Yeah. Would you Kim? Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's unimpressed um, with this whole thing. Yeah, I'm really oh, yeah. not. Um and then at the end, Nick Cage's character just kind of lets the little girl get in the car with him and then which is weird he gives her a sip of his, of her drink and she didn't seem to hate it um but it's really unsettling because at worst she's like 15 and at best she's 18 but it's still like just as creepy with her being 18 yeah <laughs> because he's you know 50 something 57 <laughs> And it, it's really unsettling, and I, I don't think it's very fatherly because he, he's not able to exhibit any emotions other than yeah. caginess. <laughs> <laughs> he has the same do. face the whole movie. It's pretty damn uncomfortable. It's pretty bad. Um. So, like, should we go around and do kind of thoughts on yeah. just, like, the ending, I guess? Just, like, all of it? Or we felt we've discussed that enough? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard um, to let's do things we didn't talk about through like the base of the movie that we might have left out that we want to address before we move on to final thoughts How's okay that, sound? that works um i actually really enjoy the final pinball section <laughs> this movie kind of has a theme song to it that's a bop and a half and he's getting like all sorts of sweaty and is doing all sorts of dance moves as he's, it's almost kind of sexual though he's almost yeah the machine i know bit, i thought right? that I, I thought that he was kind of humping the machine and it's like this cool 80s synth pinball humping montage <laughs> and it's right before he puts all his energy drinks in a sack and then takes what two pieces of wood that he duct taped together yep. did i miss what that was supposed nope. to be no well, it, it was that's 100 like what it is handles duct taped together and he beats the fuck it's kind of anticlimactic because he goes and he fights willie the final one and willie beats the fuck out of him before he uh, goes back and fights him a second time and wins and i guess when you have you know two planks of wood duct tape and a bag of energy drinks all you can really do is repeatedly hit the guy i just expected a little bit more choreography because he yeah. just hits him until he slowly turns more and more mushy and dead <laughs> But uh, I do, that is the other part I, I would talk about before uh, we move on to final thoughts is I actually really did enjoy that final pinball scene and I could see myself watching that scene in the final fight on YouTube a couple of times in the <laughs> not too distant future. I mean, I guess he used a lot of inanimate objects to fight. He was like a toilet plunger at one point, which I guess was impressive. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 
I didn't understand the physics of that one. It, yeah. He really got the upper hand by getting a toilet plunger. It didn't make sense. But you know what? He MacGyvered his way through this whole thing. And I guess that deserves some brownie points, I guess. Like, <laughs> he uses, like, random things he finds to, like, beat these. Which is also, like, how? How has no one done that? How has no one grabbed a chair and beaten the shit out of one of these things? Like, they're literally robots. They're not, you know, a beast. You can definitely do it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he's the chosen one. And he's able to do what no one else does. And that's kill someone with a toilet plunger. So... <laughs> You know, that's got to be <laughs> highlightable, I guess. His look in this movie is god-awful. <laughs> he has, like, box-dyed beard going on. Yeah. Like, his hair is, like, thinning. And, like, we know he's old, but they're trying to make him young because they definitely dyed his hair, like, dark black for some reason. Yeah. He has, like, douchebag glasses, like, sunglasses for some reason. He wears a leather jacket. Sir, you're 57. You should not be wearing that. You need a walker at this point. You're not <laughs> fooling anybody with your clothes. Like, you're not fooling anyone. You're not 30, sir. We know that you're 57. <laughs> I think that's why I said he wasn't cool earlier. Like, I felt like he was trying to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that was definitely his character. It was supposed to be like a cool, tough guy, silent person but like he just looks geriatric and (laughs) i'm not a fan of anything that he had on is this the time where we mentioned that molly said he looked hot (laughs) (laughs) yes okay but like aaron you also made a comment i thought you you thought he was kind of attractive too i wrote your quote down you said what did i say you said clean me nikki When he was like wiping down the screen. Yeah, it was just it just as a joke. Oh, oh, a joke. It was just as he was spraying. Uh It's a shot where he's spraying the camera directly, and I was like, it's like he's cleaning me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't think. Don't don't. You want him to clean you? That's fine. Speaking Listen, of... there are moments there are moments where I will call out of a deep detractive and that was that was not one of them. That was that was Kurt Russell. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I want Kurt did Molly call me out for that last time yes. on the podcast when she yes. said not, that not on the podcast, no. Molly used it against me that I was like, <laughs> No, I don't obsess over I don't comment on dudes' appearances that much. And then Molly goes, Last night you turned around and told me you want your last words to be Kurt Russell. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> and I had absolutely said that before. And, official bi podcast. And that's why it's the ultimate bisexual podcast, yes. Oh. <laughs> Harry Potter bisexual podcast. The, the bisexual ultimate Harry Potter, Potter podcast. <laughs> Harry Potter is also bisexual. It's fine. Uh <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to Slashes and Spirits where there are no slashes, just a lot of bisexual Harry Potter talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> Fucking Christ. So thirst section? I don't think Kim I don't think Kim has a thirst section. No. Time. It's like an anti thirst, to be honest. Nicholas Cage just I'm mad for me. I'm mad about everyone they tried to get me to thirst after. There really wasn't much. There's like underage children and then yes. Nicolas Cage and then yes. literal machines. <laughs> I wouldn't even you, fuck the machines. You aren't attracted to the racist turtle? No. Why? Because he spoke <laughs> Spanish? 
<laughs> no. No, no. I was, I was, I was, I was not intended that way. That was rough. That was rough. That was the only one that referenced how my balls as it got beat down. And oh shit, that's that's another thing to bring up. The twelve year old girl beats the fuck out of that robot. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Cage isn't some chosen one. She beat the fuck out of him with just some fists. Wait, was it after she had the drink though? No, it no, wasn't. No. She didn't have the uh, drink until the end. She didn't get oh, roofied okay. to the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was disturbing. Yeah, it was very weird. Um <laughs> So no third this movie, this man. Time. Yeah, there's no thirst segment. There's literally no options. <laughs> not even the cop. We we're not going to talk about the cop. He was weird too. All right. Any final thought? Let's let's start with Kim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it was really stupid. It was an hour and a half of like nothing. Well, okay, that's. I think I'm being too mean. It was stupid. That's definitely. I stand by that. But oh yeah. The thing mm-hmm. with horror is like horror doesn't. I know that it doesn't always have to be scary. I know that there's subgenre of horror that that's either psychological or disturbing. It doesn't have to be like jump scare nation to be considered horror. Same for movies like this, like Zombieland and other movies like that that are action or comedy based horror. I know they exist. They're just not my type. I love Zombieland, but like this, for example, the kooky, like almost like Ash versus the Evil Dead kind of a vibe, like very weird. It's not my thing. So I knew I was going to hate this movie. And I did. As expected. Um, yeah, the it had pretty bad dialogue. Not really great acting. The plot was kind of strange. Uh, they had a weird, unnecessary sex scene. I would yeah. prefer the Muppets. Gore was okay. <laughs> pacing. The pacing might be the only thing I can kind of say was interesting. Like it, There was no laggy parts. That, you know, you could technically be bored if this is your type of movie. The pacing, yeah, I think, stayed up really well. Yeah. There wasn't any like it was excess. Boring. It's, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it keeps you engaged. If this is the type of movies that you're into, you like the weird, kooky. Like, if you've ever wanted to punch Chuck E. Cheese in the face or <laughs> any of those Chuck E. Cheese machines like Helen, the fucking bird bitch. I hated that oh, bitch damn. when I was younger. This is a movie for you. <laughs> You can really get that catharsis through the screen if that's kind of your vibe. Um, can we talk about Helen just a little bit? <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't know that there was a Helen, but I, I think you have some trauma with her. That's no, it's H- Helen Henny, the fucking bird bitch. She freaked me out. Was she a chicken? Yeah, she was a chicken. Yeah. She was that one. She's a yellow chicken. You know how there's, like, the dog, and then there's, like, the purple bitch, and then there's, like, the chicken bitch. She's the chicken bitch. I remember bitch. the purple bitch. Yeah, I don't I fucking like them. They freak me out. He just weren't a fan, like, visually, no traumatic events. Or <laughs> <laughs> they used to scare me. I didn't like Chuck E. Cheese okay. that much. It was also very dirty. But that's because, I, yeah. that's a whole other thing. I just don't Nick like. Cage, Nick Cage had been there? Spotless. Spotless. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is the one thing I have in common with Nicolas Cage. I do like to clean as well. So very we have strange. some commonalities here. We can bond. I like to clean. I, I, I'm a clean freak. <laughs> but I mean, the 80s vibe was kind of an interesting... I think they were trying to go for that 80s vibe, like a very campy 80s horror movie with certain angles, like bringing in the trope, bringing in the movies. 
I mean, sorry, the movie, the songs, the soundtrack, I think they were trying to add a bit of, like, pizzazz to it. Which, again, if this is your type of thing, I think you would really like this if this is the type of genre you tend to gravitate towards. It's definitely not mine, um, which is why I don't have a lot of good things to say about it. But, yeah, this just wasn't made for me. And that's okay. Would I watch this on my own? No. Would I watch this again? No. Will I remember this in two days? No. no. <laughs> Will I ever admit to ever watching this movie? No. <laughs> if Too that's bad, there's your taste. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is documented forever. Um, if this is your thing, hey, it has Nicolas Cage. If you're a fan of Daddy Nikki, that's on you. <laughs> you're um, the only one who said Daddy Nikki. So <laughs> Molly thirsts after him, so in honor of her, I will give him that title. Daddy Nick. Okay. <laughs> but dang. <laughs> but it's enough for me, dog. I, it it wasn't really my thing. <laughs> I, I, it's really interesting cuz you say like if this movie's your thing or or whatnot. I feel like if this movie was going to be made for anybody, mm-hmm. it would be made for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like this has all the ingredients that I enjoy but still taste like shit. Yeah. Uh, I just, it's so like, I think it extends a bit more than it just not being your genre. I also just feel it's not good. <laughs> I feel like we can certainly, while having different genres, can still recognize like what's good in each other's genres or recognize quality in the other sides of horror. But I just, I don't get that at all from this one. <laughs> from this one. I feel, if, I thought I was going to love this movie. Yeah. I really, really did. And I was, I was pretty disappointed. I, I had like, you know, little bits of stuff I liked, but really overall just a swing and a miss. And I can appreciate what they tried to do to some degree. It's just, it's, it, it, it just put it as Kim did. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think it takes itself too seriously. I think it just doesn't, it doesn't play into its bullshit enough. And I think that that's part of the problem because I think if it played more, it would be more entertaining, but it like tries to be serious while being just bullshit and it just doesn't work. It does. It, it does make me interest, uh, interested in um seeing something that I think pulls something like this off a lot better, like army of darkness, or I think it, it pulls off what this movie's trying to do a little bit better. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, what you say about this because this would definitely like I, th- I feel your ash versus evil dead comparison was apt but it's a, a, a poor imitator yeah in in many ways it just it doesn't have the the high points that that one has but uh yeah you know sometimes we we we, we try something new and sometimes it's a miss but i'm, I'm glad <laughs> we tried it i i do i do want to try another Maybe every once in a while we can try to throw in um, a modern one, like one that we haven't seen. Um, I think yeah. I, I never saw Freaky, and Freaky's still one I want to see really bad. Um, did do you ever see Freaky, Kim? No, I've never, I've never heard it's, of that. It's the the Vince Vaughn. Oh, oh, I know what you're oh, talking God. about. The Bloomhouse one, right? Yes, but this that one's getting like that one actually has like a good imdb rating (laughs) i liked happy death day so i which was surprising so i feel like i would like that one because it has the same kind of vibe yeah and that one seems to be getting like not like legitimate praise like i'd heard some good things about this one but freaky seems to be an absolute like very similar to happy death day where i expected almost nothing but everyone seems to like it a whole bunch yeah i would give that one a chance just because happy death day took me off guard 
I yeah, want to watch I mean, Happy the Death one Day. I heard was even decent. I haven't seen it, so I'd I'd be down to watch Happy Death Day at one point. I I just I know of it, and I know I know a lot about it. I same. I've seen a lot of videos on it and stuff. I just have never I've, actually sat down and watched it. I've watched the kill count on it, so like I have a fair concept of what it's about, but I also want to watch it. All right. Well, any more thoughts? Um, no, I think I've I think I've said all I want to say about Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Anything um, else about Nicolas Cage? Uh, I Hot. I respect him taking this role. Okay. I really do. I think he was he's the man for that because this is a bizarre role, and uh, he took it in stride. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Why would you take this role? Maybe he just liked it. Maybe he thought it was interesting. Yeah, he had he added that that little the little cagey spice. <laughs> A bit. <laughs> I do. I do appreciate Kim reaching for good stuff to say. She's put a little sugar on. This yeah, part. she has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe we'll do another one. We'll do like freaky. Um, not necessarily. You know, anytime soon. But in a couple episodes, we'll do another blind cool. watch. That would be great. Of some of some more modern stuff. So we're not always. Maybe maybe we'll watch maybe. A at some point. Maybe F- freaky might be the first slasher. Ooh. <laughs> Can't watch That's... it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not allowed. Who would watch that? That's lame as hell. All right. Thanks for listening to everybody. I guess we kind of have social media now. By the time hell this comes yeah. Out, to be up so what running, is our right? social media? You can follow us on Twitter at Spooky Drunk Pod. Uh-huh. Um, we, we should have something on slashersandspirits.com. And then our Instagram is also Spooky yep. Drunk Pod, right? Next week, we'll be watching. Oh, shit. I didn't prepare for this. Oh, okay. Next week, we'll be watching the Ninjago, <laughs> Ninjago movie. <laughs> and until then, I've been Aaron. I've been AJ. And I'm Kim. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.